Hi, this is Robert Lee. And Sam. And welcome to our newest episode of Third Row from the Front. Now, before we start, I'm just going to say we also have a special guest here, our dog, Bane. So if you hear any noises in the background while we're talking, that's probably who it is. Um, anyway, this week we're going to talk about, I say this week, but we actually have a few that we talk about every week. So today we'll be talking about the movie Sound of Metal. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's starring, uh, I hope I'm saying his name right, Riz Ahmed. Um, and he is, you might know him from uh, Rogue One. He was in Rogue One. He was one of the um, the crew um, he's also in Venom. He was the bad. He was like the the villain in Venom, one of the villains. And he's been. I think he was in Nightcrawler with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. That was his, like his first big role. Um, but anyway, he he in this movie he plays a, uh, a a drummer for this heavy metal. I guess you'd call him heavy metal group. It's it's actually just a duo. It's him and his girlfriend. She's the lead singer slash guitarist. Um and. The movie is about him. It starts off right away. You know, they're they're playing a show, and right after he starts noticing that he's, you know, that sound like when you've been at a concert and it's you have that that muffled sound in your ears. Well, this doesn't seem to go away, and it's, he starts to find it very troubling. And basically, the movie is about him losing his hearing and how he deals with that. You know, especially being a musician. Um, and yeah, so that's basically it and um you know how he deals with that and how he uh, how they both deal with it really so um let's get started sam what did you think of this movie so it was really good but it was really hard to watch i didn't know that losing your hearing was one of your like biggest fears yeah my she's talking about me that's Uh one of my biggest fears because i'm a big music guy i love music and I and when I say I love music, I don't mean it like I love music playing in the background. You know, a lot of people say they love music. I really, I mean, I never became a musician, and I think it's just because I never thought I was really good at anything. <laughs> I mean, I play trumpet, but um, anyway, I have this fear of losing my hearing um, because I, I would never be able to hear music again, and that really scares me. So um, a few years ago, I started wearing hearing protection, like when I would go to concerts because i noticed you know i noticed that that when you'd go to these really loud concerts you you have that that ringing in your ears or that you know where you kind of like hum to yourself and everything sounds muffled that's scary because you're every time that happens you're losing hearing i don't think people understand that but you're losing even if it's like a minuscule amount you're losing hearing and you're not getting that back like that's gone so it, it ever since ever since then I've been I've I've tried really hard to make sure I take um you know hearing plugs with me uh for loud concerts and people make fun of me but it's like hey <laughs> you lose your hearing if you want but I don't want to be wearing you know hearing aids or or just not being able to hear at all once I get older. So if the movie was hard for me to watch I could only imagine that it was that much harder for you to watch since it is uh, one of your biggest fears yeah uh but for me watching it it's kind of like i don't know if anyone else does this or if you've ever done this but when you watch a movie with someone i guess like drowning or in the water have you ever held your breath that long to see if you would have been able to last that long that's what i do right and i'm like afterwards i'm like nope i would have died i would have drowned i can't hold my breath that long 
Um, I got that feeling watching this movie because the way they do the sound, they you basically experience what he's experiencing. And it's kind of his hearing first starts going as if you're underwater. Like if you remember being in a pool, you can hear that muffled, like if you drop a penny at the bottom of the pool, but everything around it is like very muffled. That's what it sounded like at first to him. Um, and then it just kept getting worse and worse. And that's when he, you know, had to go to the doctor and he was freaking out. But that whole experience that the movie gives you is so hard to go through. Um, I felt like my ears were hurting because you could only hear the little bits of sound that they allowed you to hear. And it was scary. It was really scary. Like you felt like you were losing your hearing and like you were going through it with him and it was really scary and hard to go through. Um, so it was worse than the drowning feeling that I get when I watch movies <laughs> and I hold my breath for as long as I can. Yeah, the the sound design was they did a really good job of putting you in that mindset of putting you in in how he might, you know, how someone who's cuz in this movie he basically at at the point where he's he's losing his hearing uh, he goes to this to the doctor to do a hearing test, and he basically the doctor basically tells him, you know, you you have like twenty to thirty percent like hearing left, and it's and it's it's not gonna stop. It's it, it's like they never really explain why he's losing his hearing. I mean, I mean, you can you can guess that it's probably because he plays, you know, in loud, really loud, loud music. Metal. But then again, his his girlfriend's not losing her hearing, so you don't really know. There's not really an explanation, um, but. The way it sounds, it really is. It, it hurts. It hurts you because everything, like Sam said, everything around him, people are trying to talk to him, and it just sounds like it sounds like that. Like like he's it like, like what? I'm sorry, right? Something. And, so it doesn't hurt your ears in the sense where, oh my god, the movie got so loud. Yeah. It hurts to where you, you feel, feel you start yeah. feeling like you have air in your ears or something. And he's doing all the, that's what's was scary to me too is that he does all those things. That I would do if if I felt that way, he starts trying to make his ears pop. He's like, he's opening his mouth. You know, that thing you do like when you're on an airplane and your ears start to pop. He does all those things because he's like, there's no way. There, he he has a hard time accepting that this is happening to him. So through the, basically through the whole movie, he's trying to solve this problem. And uh, so he, that doctor tells him, you know, there's these things called, you know, cochlear implants. He's like, yeah, do that. I want to do that. Like, let's fix it. And he's like, okay, but... Those implants are very expensive. They're anywhere from like forty thousand to eighty thousand dollars, depending. And he's like, an, an insurance won't cover it. Um, so he's like, all right, well, whatever, I'll, I'll I'll figure it out. But I'm getting those implants, and um, he ends up basically. Uh, well, we forgot one part. What's that? He was a recovering addict. Yeah, and well, so he was. He had up until this point, he had been sober for four years. And his girlfriend too. I I don't know if she was an addict in um, before they either. Were. But I'm sure they were. They were both using yeah because she would scratch. I feel like that was part of the part of their like they used to use heroin together. I'm assuming they don't show you that, but you you get this sense that they've had this history together of you know being users, and so um, he, I mean this you know th- this can cause anybody depression, but more so somebody whose whole like the, his whole life depends on being able to hear, being able to play music, you know, being able to keep the beat. Um, and so his his girlfriend, you know, she gets she gets worried. She's like, okay, we need to get you help so that you don't 
start using again. So she she ends up finding this this place. It's like it's like you know a, a what do you call it? It's not Alcoholics Anonymous. It's not it's, like a rehab, is it? No, it's not like rehab. But you know they have these groups for for people that are recovering addicts. Anyway, but th- this specific place that she finds is actually for deaf people. Um, and so he goes there, but of course he hasn't been deaf for very long, so he doesn't know sign language. Everyone's speaking in sign. And so it's, it's interesting because even there, you know, he's trying to be part of this group and well, not really, he's not really trying to be part of the group. That's the thing. He's, he's grudgingly there. He's like, I don't want to be here, but my girlfriend wants me to be here. She basically (laughs) tells him you need to go. I'm going to leave you here. Uh, even though he tries to leave, like, she's like, no, you're staying here and you're going to get help. So, you know, for a while, he's kind of just that guy that's sitting there kind of rolling his eyes like, I don't want to be part of this. And he doesn't know what anyone's saying because everyone's signing around him. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't speak. I don't do this. I'm sorry. So but after a while, you know, you, you don't know if it's been weeks or months. He starts to finally get into the groove of things. He starts learning sign language. Um, and the leader there or the, the, the I guess the guy that runs the place, his name is Joe. Really nice guy. He's uh, like a Vietnam vet that lost his hearing during the war, and he decides to place him with the uh, like the kids that are there. So, and the teacher is um, I forget the actress's Lauren name. Ridloff. Yeah, thank you. You probably recognize her if you watch The Walking Dead. She's on The Walking Dead. She's she's a really uh, a deaf person in real life, and she plays the teacher there, and she basically gets him to to kind of warm up to these kids and he kind of makes this connection with one of the kids. It, I guess he kind of reminds him of himself. They, they, they're both like, they like drumming, you know, he likes the, the sound of the, he puts his ear at one point, the little boy to the, the slide outside and he can hear the vibrations or feel the vibrations from the slide. So they're just kind of like drum back and forth. It's this real nice connection. Um, but ultimately, I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but the, the 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 rest of the movie is basically like is he going to is he going to accept the fact that he's deaf and it's not going to be you know it's not gonna, he's not going to be the same that he used to be or is he going to go forward and try to make this change that's kind of what the movie deals with like um do you do you accept this fate that you've been dealt with or are you going to try to fight it and you know be you know, angry that this is where you're stuck with, you know, basically this is what you're, the hand you've been dealt. Yeah. And the guy that runs the place, he, he tells him, you know, all I want you to do, you have one job here. You don't have to worry about cleaning or fixing stuff. You only have one job and it's to learn how to be deaf. And because he was in denial in the beginning. Um, and he ends up flourishing and doing really good. But I remember the guy had, had told him from the beginning just go in a room and write your feelings. It doesn't matter. No one's going to read it. Just write and write and write until you can't write anymore because you need to learn how to be in stillness with yourself and be in silence and learn to be okay with that. And this guy, our Riz Ahmed, just has a hard time doing that. And so the leader is trying to explain to him, like, you can't look at being deaf as, um, a handicap, first of all, um, and you can't look at it as a problem to fix. Mm-hmm. Like this is not something that you can fix. So he's trying to get him just to deal with the fact and accept the fact that he's deaf and and move on with life. Yeah, 
Yeah, and the the first meeting that he has, he's Joe, the 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 guy that runs the place. He specifically tells him, he's like, "Hey, the reason you're here, the reason the people are here, are are for us to fix this." And he points to his head, like points to like his 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 mind, not this, and pointing to his ear, like basically, we're not we're not gonna fix your deafness. We're here to fix your mental. You know, you're you're being okay with being deaf, or you're you're being okay with being where you're at like how you are and without having to result to doing drugs or, or you know losing it you know being in despair so that's basically what what he's trying to teach him there um now without again without giving too much away this is a i would say this is like an indie film so those of you who are looking for <laughs> some kind of big studio resolution at the end you're not gonna get it you're gonna i i don't again i don't know if that's giving away too much but that's the thing i I feel with indie movies and the reason a lot of people don't like indie movies is because they don't really give you like that hollywood ending they kind of leave it up to you to kind of say okay what what's next for this character or what what did that mean at the end so that's kind of that's kind of how it ends you're you're you some people are probably going to be like wait that's it that's the end of the movie but if you think about it, I was thinking about it after we saw it because I, I thought that too. I was like, "Well, it's going to end there," but I was like, "You know, no, it makes sense with, with what we've just seen, what we've just learned about this character, about what he's gone through. The ending makes sense. Like it's it was perfect. It it calls back to kind of the the theme that's been recurring, especially at that that place that he was at that rehab center with for the deaf people. Yeah, so it it was a really good movie worth the Amazon Prime. Um, but again, like Robili said, it's, it's not a comedy. It's not like a crazy action Hollywood, like just, I don't know. Well, it's not even like one of those big drama. Cause a lot of people think of drama and they, they want to see big performances. They want to see those, like, you know, whenever they show the Oscar reel, they want to see those big, like, like they're showing off, like I'm acting. There's none of that in here. Yeah. This is like almost like real people it feels, it feels real. like a real it, it like feels... this is how real people would react to this yeah so i mean it was good it was really good yeah. the actors did a great job i think it was a great story um it really makes you scared it makes you feel scared you know at the beginning you know and everything he's going through you really relate to him on how he's freaking out yeah um most of the time <laughs> It, again, as somebody whose who's biggest fear or one of their biggest fears is losing their hearing, it really freaked me out when he started losing his hearing. Yeah. Because so it sounded like I would imagine it bad. sounds like when you're losing your hearing. But it really makes you um, be so grateful for your senses. Yeah. You know, yeah. it really reminds you to be grateful for for what you have and don't take your hearing for granted or any of your senses for, for granted. Um, so I think it was a great movie and I think, you know, we recommend it. Yeah. We definitely recommend it. I definitely it. recommend it. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's a good, great performance by, by, uh, by Riz Ahmed and his girlfriend. Every, every, every actor in this movie was really good. The deaf, I liked the, um, that they used like actual deaf actors, you know, mm-hmm. like people that, that, and I was reading that he, the, the actor, um, he, he learned sign language for the movie and he actually did like six months of, of training, like learning how to drum because he wanted it to be authentic. Oh, cool. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to say this and I don't know, 
but I I thought the band was pretty crappy. <laughs> but I, that's just me. Uh, well, I couldn't even hear it. You only heard like. <laughs> and you know what? You you couldn't hear it. <laughs> I'm so won- I don't know how you can. See I'm that. wondering, and here's the thing: I'm wondering if if I rewatch it, I'm wondering if that's how he was hearing it. Like if from that moment he was already like starting yeah. to hear. That's what it was, right? Yeah. Okay. So it sounded really crappy, but again, maybe that's because <laughs> that's how he was hearing it. It's it's funny, like at the beginning, it's not. It's like it, you. Start, I started adjusting the volume because I was like, "Am I just not <laughs> hearing this right?" But I think it's because it was supposed to represent him starting to lose his hearing, so it kind of sounded like kind of garbled. Yeah, because they're in the middle of a performance. Yeah, the movie starts like they're in the middle of a song, and yeah, you. It kind of sounds like off. Right? Yeah, it the sounded sound. really off. And then the singer, her, his girlfriend, starts looking back at him like, "What are you Hello? doing? Like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, they're trying to, you know, come on." Yeah. Um, and then obviously later you realize it's because he couldn't hear where they were at in the song or whatever, but (laughs) I got that later, but I didn't, I didn't get that right off the bat. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense now. Okay. I learned something today. (laughs) So it wasn't that they were crappy. It's that I couldn't, you couldn't hear them very well. They could have been crappy, but no, they seem to be really popular in this movie. Like they had magazine covers and stuff. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, um, really good movie. I, I really, uh, recommend it. Um, yeah, we both recommend it. Amazon Prime. Uh, anything else you wanted to add to that? Nope. I think that's it. So, yeah, this covers our uh, review of uh, Sound of Metal. Check it out. And we'll talk to you next time on the third row from the front. Bye. Bye.